Hello and welcome to Self-Care Chat with Farah, Season 3. My name is Farah Khalik. As a brand, I champion positivity, self-love, confidence, and inner strength. As a motivational speaker, I advocate for a positive body image through self-appreciation and acceptance. Surviving Slavodoma, an autoimmune disease, through an ongoing stem cell treatment, I try to inspire life each day, passionate about creating, writing, and living my best life. This season, I'm going to sit down with phenomenal personalities who will not only inspire but share strengths and possibilities with us. We are going to learn how to love ourselves more, believe in ourselves more, so get ready to be inspired. Today I'm so excited and happy because I'm going to introduce my high school bestie. Actually, we have literally grown up together, <laughs> finally up until high school. <laughs> she is a contemporary visual artist and her journey began when she turned four, painting watercolors. Born and raised in Nairobi, she has a bachelor's degree in psychology from the United States International University. She launched her art career in 2009, focusing on acrylic, watercolor, mixed media on paper, canvas, and board. Thus, to quote her, as an artist, I am ever seeking, ever feeling for channels to view the mind and behavior in ways that words can't explain. Beautiful, refreshing, and intriguing. Welcome, Sheila Bailey. Extremely proud to have you on my show. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. It's great to see you. Thank you. Uh, it's great to see you. Oh, my God, you're connecting like, after so many years. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't say, let's say between 10 and 20. Let's not say the exact <laughs> date. <Yeah. laughs> oh, it's so amazing. And it's so beautiful how we connected through uh, Kolinda, Kitty, as yeah. we call her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's it's still amazing. crazy as ever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So guys, I am super, super excited to have Sheila on my show and, and you guys are going to learn so much from her. Um, so we're going to get right into it. How is Sheila doing this year? Tell us how 2021 is treating you. Oh, um, I mean, like everyone at the moment, I, we're dealing with a lot of things that we never thought we never imagined before, you know, with uh, a lot of questions or politi uh, political questions and uh, the vaccine and just too much is going on. So the year has started out pretty well for me. I don't want to complain. Definitely not. It's been awesome. Uh, recently was a guest artist at uh, Kobo Trust. I mean, I really am inspired by a lot of the artists there. 
and uh, also a few people that I haven't seen, I haven't connected with uh, for a long time, say over 10 years. So it was nice to see uh, Onis Martin, who's uh, an amazing artist, uh, award-winning artist. And it's uh, been just a nice experience to feel like uh, you actually love what you do because it's never something art always is never considered like you're really doing much, like it's meant to be either people think of it as a hobby or something you just do uh, to pass time. So even now when I tell a lot of people that I'm busy because I'm really trying to produce as much work as I can, they're like, oh, what are you doing? You can you can paint later, you know, It's you can do it another oh time. No, I have a schedule. I wake up at 5 a.m., uh sometimes uh don't sleep at all if I'm really engrossed in the work that I'm doing. But it started out as an amazing year. And a uh, great thing about this year is reconnecting with old friends. I mean, that's more important than all the negative things that are happening connecting with people, getting to see and know that, you know, we are all facing the same experience and yeah. we've all been on lockdown. We've all had mm-hmm. to deal with uh, with a lot of insecurities. Uh, a lot. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's been a great time from last year to this mm-hmm. year. People have had the opportunity to get more in touch with themselves and... Mm. There is no, you know, a lot of people have just been at home, basically, Mm. and we've not been outdoors and, uh, you know, meeting up with people as we usually do. So I've just been feeling like I think people are accepting themselves more for what they are and trying to take things a bit more light and just kind of handle each day as it comes. You're sure right, you're sure right, Sheila. Would you say that um, after 2020 and with with the lockdown and everything, we had literally been forced to spend time with ourselves and reconnect with our inner selves and really get to know ourselves more? Exactly. Um, like really pushed, uh, pushed against the wall. You know, you have to see yourself for for what you are. A lot mm. of people that I've been talking uh, talking to around me, a lot of women, a lot mm. of men, they've had to deal with uh, insecurities like, uh, you know, I, I personally had an experience that I mm-hmm. shared with uh, my niece, my brother's mm-hmm. daughter, who's uh, just a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were laughing about this uh, midlife crisis, you know, that kind <laughs> of idea. And it is hilarious. But you look, there's a point, you know, especially when your mom and uh, she looks after her mom and dad as well. She has a, a daughter. She has a husband, a younger brother, and uh, she runs her own business. So it's like you get a moment where you see yourself in the mirror, things that you've never seen. I mean, I've just discovered uh, I have gray hair. Um <laughs> <laughs> wow. some, I didn't see it for for a long period. Uh, 
I started to see my face change, my, uh, you know, my eyes, a few wrinkles here and there, dents and marks. And you sit back and you think to yourself, you know, like, yes, time is time is passing by. What have I done? And meeting up with uh, you and as well as all the other people that we knew over 20 years ago, life has changed. And in the position we are in now, mm. it's just very refreshing to know that we can survive no matter what we, what we face everyone in their different experience we all have to get through it like there's no other way we've been on a sort of survival set and mm. a lot of things just get faded in between trying to figure out how how to pay bills how to have a social life how to have now a life indoors right. it's uh, yeah a bit chaotic but yeah, we, we've managed. Somehow we've, we've managed. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow we've managed. And, we've and that's managed. the beauty of our, our, our spirit, the human spirit, you know. We don't really, and I love this quote by Bob Marley, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only option you have. And yeah. I feel like that, that, that just hits home, you know. Um, you never know. I mean, we have literally been through a, a whole pandemic and there were people thriving, you know, um, innovating stuff, creating new things. And that just gave me inspiration personally. And I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. all is not lost, you know, all, there's, there's hope, you know, we can do with as much as what we have around us as and and not even bother going out, you know, not being able to go out. No, so it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so um, happy you had to share the same sentiments. Um, as an artist and a single mom, tell us more about your journey and um, the challenges you faced. I'm sure there are many, and you're still facing, of course. And how is uh, Sheila tackling all this? <laughs> uh maybe I should have told you uh before before you asked uh, the questions I don't really like uh, the ref uh, to be referred to as single mom and I don't like doing it to other women as well who you know I mean being a mother is not tied down to your relationship status so mm -hmm. When I feel at times uh, the idea society has around single mom is not really what what we are going through. I mean, we're not complaining, we're not asking, uh, you know, we're not missing, we're not incomplete, mm. you know. And I think every time somebody says, you know, single mom, it makes somebody feel like you're incomplete and we're telling you that, you know. They should mm. be either... You should have a partner, you should have uh, somebody there helping you. But I mean, we have a lot of women, especially in our society, that have had just, uh, I mean, we live in a quite a matriarch uh, matriarchal society where yes. the women are the pillars. Like lions, you know, we are the ones who do the hunting and we have to provide and we nurture have to, and yeah. yes, you know, there's a lot that calls for it. So my journey, I think, has been trying to get trying to 
feel less incomplete mm-hmm. and trying to gain strength from having my daughter she's taught me so much uh, uh she loves music uh, she loves uh, dancing and she's <laughs> just she really honestly looks exactly like me i'm sure you've seen uh, yes, when i was younger but but we're total opposites total opposites <laughs> she talks constantly from the time she wakes up in the morning she's either talking or singing or dancing or humming and it gets annoying a lot of the time <laughs> sometimes but oh, yes yeah, so her being the complete opposite has just taught me how to take things uh, a lot uh, lighter in life mm-hmm. how to uh, enjoy the moments the little moments i mean and raising children of course is not easy on on anybody it takes mm-hmm. a village and when the village already has uh, a lot of dysfunction and people wanting to tell you how you should live your life um what you should do like as i told you as an artist i always every day i get people sending me uh, apply for this job or we've set a meeting go for this meeting you know so we want you to get a job and convincing them that i work even sometimes my daughter's friends ask me mama maria why don't you go to work and i'm like <laughs> you little brat uh, i'm working <laughs> i'm working <laughs> wow yeah so it's just seeing things in a in a fresh mindset uh, mm. in a child's mind makes mm. you makes you really wonder how also i can teach her to be a positive influence on her peers and mm. to teach them a different way of life a different family uh, a different look uh, different ideas different mm. concepts on how life can really be and how to talk to people and how to understand them instead of always you know even when we were when we were in school i think we had a lot of fear put in us on many things right oh i totally remember <laughs> we so used to do it. we used to be so <laughs> but yeah you're saying no i say we uh, literally what our parents had had been brought up they enforced the same on us yeah and um and i love that you're not doing the same you're you're showing your girl your daughter that you can create and still make a living out of it being an artist is not just a side hustle it yes. could be your main gig and uh, yeah. that's that's beautiful a lot of people don't understand that and even today my my mom still knows that <laughs> what do you do and i'm like i want to push me what are you doing there hard to explain you know hard to explain being a creator like my dad is just like always on the phone you know i'm not always on the phone i'm working <laughs> and they don't understand it really does take a toll it does yeah. take a toll um wow that's so beautiful yeah. she know what's a common myth about artists 
Um, I think exactly that, that uh, we're not working, we're just having fun. <laughs> it's wow. hard work, it's hard work. Right. Uh, even to do, to be a creator, I mean, has always been hard work. Yes. I think now, I wouldn't say that uh, it's easier in the sense that we have better tools. Mm. But it's always hard work, even for yourself. I mean, the following that you've grown in a short span is amazing. And I'm so proud of you. It's not an easy gig. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. So, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, no, we were talking about... Uh, yeah, what are the artist myths? I think that's it. And, you know, even I think the idea is that we also that we at times we're making a lot of money. Say if somebody is buying your artwork, like for me, yes, I have uh, some quite a few people who enjoy my art. And that's the strange part of fighting with myself between is this this is definitely what I want to do but is it going to feed me is it going to sustain me am I going mm. to fail am mm. I just you know am I wasting my time is this really going to work for me and you have to be really strong to be able to do this as well because not many people will will enjoy what you're doing. Not mm. many people will support you. Mm. Not many people will have great things to say, but mm. you, I think for people, the difference between people who are able to make it or not is just being strong enough to fight the negatives that will be thrown at you. That's, that's the only way. I mean, there are people out there who... Everyone has their own thing. Some things haven't even been discovered yet. My daughter has different ideas on mm. how she wants her life to be. She mm. doesn't want kids. She wants two dogs. So... <laughs> I love this generation. <laughs> so she's already decided and she doesn't necessarily want a husband either. She's just... Her main focus is just the two dogs. And we all have to accept ourselves and, uh, I mean, love ourselves mm. first before anybody else does. True. If you don't enjoy yourself, if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you will never convince anybody else to. So true. Uh, Sheila, you, you mentioned uh, how not your art, like, basically what you create is not meant for everyone. Uh, how do you convince yourself? How do you tell, how does Sheila prepare herself to understand that, um, you know, there'll be days when I won't sell a lot? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there'll be days like you can't really get yourself to create. So how does Sheila prepare herself? Uh, What's her uh, mindset like? Um, I think I've been blessed enough to have hit rock bottom more than once. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my experience is God has just blessed me to see uh, life in such a way that it doesn't always have to be positive. Like when things are at their worst, 
Mm. It's we would think it's we are at our worst. I mean, I've reached a point where um I've had nowhere to live and you call people and you're like, I just need uh, a few days to stay. I'll figure it out. And mm-hmm. strangely enough, it's just God's way of making you really center yourself between him and you and knowing mm-hmm. that he's in control, not the people around you, not mm-hmm. even yourself most of the time, that mm-hmm. he's going to take care of you. So mm. when I do things, I don't really do things thinking I have to do it. I have bills to pay or my daughter is counting on me or things like that. I mm. try and put, I try and put my life in a way that I know that God is going to take care of it. Even mm. when it's bad, there's a, there's a reason we go through hard hardship. There's a reason why the diamond has to undergo that pressure and that heat. Mm, mm. There's, there's something that he that is being built in you. There's something that's being built in me that only you can do what you do and only mm. I can do what I do. And when you accept yourself and you accept completely that that is what you're supposed to do and it doesn't matter which point you reach, I think... You move past many things that people feel are important, like how many followers you have, how many pe- mm. friends you have, how many people like you, how many handbags or, you know, how many pairs of sandals you can acquire in, mm. in, a, in a certain time. I mean, so for me, Unfortunately, my daughter doesn't feel that way about me. She's <laughs> she likes stuff. <laughs> so that's that's another part where you have to explain. I have to explain to her, and I think it's very important for this new generation. Is because without Wi-Fi, they become completely uh, completely dead. Unbelievable. <laughs> And there's too much to deal with. So for my daughter, I've tried a lot to make her also see that there's a life out there. And yes, people have been like, oh, you let her go outside and play with other kids. She's going to school. Why don't you homeschool her? You know, there's there's a certain limit to to fear. And like a lot of things, the pandemic brought in a lot of fear where we just, you know, instead of uh, we felt like we were building this barricade in front of us to protect us. And at the end of the day, it's really not protecting us, but blocking us out. Mm. And I had to find the balance for me and for her with the financial um, obligations as well as just knowing that whatever happens you know there's a sickness out there we have to do we have to live our life we can't mm. put all our focus on are we going to get sick or not so it's just so mental yeah it's just a mental state i guess we all have to move move forward yeah keep moving forward i love what you said it's 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 really just in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I needed to hear this. <laughs> Literally, uh, oh, thank you so much, Sheila. Thank you so much. And I, I totally share the same sentiment. And sometimes I feel like we always need that reminder, you know, like, 
God is in control, you know. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh God! One lesson your career as an artist has taught you that you think everyone should learn at one point in their life. Ah, uh, I would say that is being true to yourself. Being true to yourself, especially I think for artists, it's even harder to pretend to be, you know, to do a certain thing. Like if with the artwork, I mean, I get like we were talking before and we were saying, how do people accept this kind of art that I'm doing? I mean, I get people send me pictures every day. A lot of them, my family members, like, why don't you paint this, uh, you know, <laughs> garden and the flowers or the mountains uh, oh, wow. and I'm like, you know, you get tired of it because people are like, okay, you're an artist, but you're, su- you're supposed to you do a certain, yes, yeah. you have to do it a certain way and trying mm-hmm. to, I don't really try and convince people because it's it's been a process it's not that it happened overnight i've tried art uh, in terms of i've tried to be a full-time artist mm-hmm. and before it was it just became i was fighting too much with other people because it just became a you don't want to do anything anything with your life sort of thing and when I had my daughter, there was even more pressure. It's like, you can't live this life anymore. And now when uh, now she's seven years old. And even convincing her that I'm an actual artist, she usually, say, she usually says, I mean the real artist, mom, not you. I'm like, I'm a real artist, you tweet. <laughs> so uh, it's... I think it's just a thin line and we just have to maintain who we are and be true to ourselves. Absolutely. Be true to ourselves. Yeah. What would be the one thing that nobody tells you about life? Nobody. <laughs> I. <laughs> what? Uh, well, that... You know, when when you become more spiritual in your journey, I think as we get older, we seek this sort of comfort that we don't get necessarily from parents or from mm. things. There's uh, something higher than ourselves that we want to understand. Mm. And I think the the most uh, the thing that I had to learn learn the hard way was that things are not always going to go the way I want them to go. Mm. That I have to just accept things for the way they are. Mm. I mean, at at my age, I'm supposed to be married, have more kids, uh, mm. you know, the picture-perfect house and all these ideas. So... I think knowing that there is a God and we all have our way of how we connect, that there is nothing stronger than that. I think the rela- my relationship with God has allowed me to know myself better. Mm. And 
that's just something that you can never explain or share with somebody else. It's an individual. Yes, it's an yeah. individual experience. We are all made. I mean, our fingerprints are very different from mm. anybody else. And I mm. feel it's more of how we are able to connect and how we make sense of it. And it doesn't have to be understood by everyone. Amazing. Like literally everything in life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know, like, literally the, oh. the same views. I mean, especially on, on spiritual. Personally as well, I reconnected with God like, I think uh, about six years into the condition, into this disease. And that's when I literally was like, okay, we're going to make up now. You know, it's, we fought too much, yeah, you know. Too yeah. <laughs> and that's when I realized I literally, you know, lifted the burden off me. And I was able to see myself for who I really am. And that is so personal, Sheila. I can't explain it, as you have said as well. It's really personal. And I love that you went through this journey. And I love that... Um, you're so connected to God because ultimately it is Him who who has the the key to every door, and yes. you know we have to pass through Him yes, for us to see that key. Yes, Beautifully. definitely. What keeps you awake? Ah, what keeps me awake? Mm. I think. You know, things that are not really in my control, a lot of, uh, like, uh, recently I've been thinking of my mom a lot, and I, uh, it's been how many years now, say 16, 17 years since uh, she passed away, mm -hmm. and I can't really say that I've spoken to her. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, you can speak, you can speak to your dead loved ones. And I just, I find it really weird. I, I, yeah. I, just, no. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out. There's some things I haven't figured out. So I don't know what it is, but, uh, uh what was I saying? You, you, you're thinking about your mom a lot. Yeah, so it was just trying to, trying to accept things that I, that I cannot change, uh, like trying to, I can't have conversations that I wanted to have with her that <laughs> That's what I think about at night. I think about maybe, you know, uh, regrets, past experiences. And I try. My head is always overworking, you know. Mm -hmm. And with uh, also painting has been just a real, like, uh, what can I say, a home for me. Because I just felt like I didn't have any sort of identity. Mm -hmm. I was not 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 a whole like uh, i didn't have any purpose and when i di when i discovered art a lot of uh, the doubts and questions that i had for for my mom for my family um in trying to explain different aspects of uh, my life and where i come from is, is basically me at night i just if i can't sleep what I do is just put out a lot of canvas, a lot of papers, and just create. 
And I think when I feel better when I'm awake at night because I'm able to do uh, to work a lot more. I'm able to produce a lot more. So that's a moment I think maybe other people would feel like uh, I'm supposed to be sleeping now. Mm-hmm. But I find with um, with my with what I do. I like those moments where I can have that experience and ask myself questions and answer mm. them and be able to just let them go in the artwork. It's true. And at night, I don't know what happens at night. Same here. Uh, all of a sudden, I'll have a bust of ideas and I'll just stick my phone and start typing on the notes app, you know. <laughs> and then in the morning, I'll sit and look at it and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> and you're like, okay, wow. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, nighttime is, is, is so glorious. I feel like it, it's a glorious time. Peaceful. Okay. Yeah, it's peaceful. And I feel like um, when we're alone with ourselves, that's when we are most um, intimate with ourselves. That's when we connect more with our brain as well, I feel. But yeah, sleep is, yeah if you can sleep during the day, so it's, it's okay. <laughs> like I do. <laughs> Nice. I'm not going to say, I don't usually sleep during the day, but uh, what I do is like if I'm working long hours, I set aside at least one day where not necessarily sleep, but just get hours of rest and, you know, rest is healthy. It's nice to be... I think also you're you're like me when you want to do something there's a lot of fire burning and mm. doubt and you know like I have to prove it and I have to do it and I'm going oh to do God, it yes. right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think yeah it's always a good a good thing to remind yourself to to rest to eat healthy to right. you know sit back and just account for at least the things that you have managed to do in a day instead of a lot of people I know stay awake at night just feeling like they haven't accomplished enough and there's not enough time. Mm. But I think we need to be a little less hard on ourselves and Mm. just enjoy the time. When when the sleep comes, the sleep will come. Or if it's not there, enjoy it as well. Enjoy it as well. And that brings me to our next question. What does Sheila do for self-care? How do you take care of yourself? Uh, Tell us secrets. It's it's a big struggle. It's a big struggle. Uh, My daughter was, uh, you know, she has a chart to, like, if she does well and all the things that she has to do. So I started it just uh, recently because she's become a bit too chaotic. So she's like, I should have, she suggested that I should have a a chart as well uh, to like, you have to eat. I have problems. If I'm working, I really don't think of anything else. But Uh, self-care is a big struggle for me. So I I wouldn't say that. (laughs) I know that your daughter is teaching you this. I'm so (laughs) proud of her. (laughs) She's good. (laughs) And yet you're calling her chaotic. Now, I'm going to fight with you. She is not chaotic. She's got her priorities right. (laughs) Self-care first. (laughs) 
Yeah, she she really she I don't know I think she gets it from my sister who she's really close with in terms of uh, really thinking I think also as uh, as parents there's not when you're doing everything alone running up and down and schedules and things like that I don't know when is when you can really make time for for yourself. I mean it's it's not as easy as it sounds, but I am trying. I'm trying. And so what do you do when uh, oh. when you really do? Okay. Take care of yourself. <laughs> I find making chapati is very therapeutic so ah, nice. <laughs> cooking, uh, cooking a lot of uh, praying uh, mm. I find praying a really important part of uh, my day it's like my my time my meditation time and I sit and have a chat with God and see if he has any tips for me where i can uh, make some differences i don't always get the answers but i find it very very calming that's amazing that's nice chapatis all right <laughs> I, i i want to be there when you're making chapatis karibu <laughs> anytime anytime there's always a new discovery so what i do Uh, I've started adding a lot of vegetable like spinach, carrots and uh, things like that to the chapatis. So yeah, it's fun. I get to experiment when I'm cooking oh. instead of uh, instead of painting as usual. And also I found just taking time to uh do a face uh do a face mask and just look mm-hmm. at myself a bit more in the mirror and see mm-hmm. see who see what other people see that's nice that's that's interesting um so what do you like about yourself oh what do i like that's a hard one <laughs> I, i can think of very <laughs> many things i don't like uh What do I like? Ah, I see. <laughs> All right. So what do you like? Poof. Um I really I really just enjoy the fact that I've let go of a lot of ideas of uh, what I wanted to be and with the life the way it's changing and time Well, you know, like the idea of your past, your present and your future always running through your head constantly and trying to make do the best you can. I like the fact that I am actively trying not to not to be so focused on achievements or where I want to be, but to enjoy the moments as is now. That's beautiful. Okay, so I want you to tell me now, what do you like about your body, your features? Oh, uh, I yeah. really used to like my legs before previously. Uh, I think I would say my hair because mm-hmm. I just enjoy I enjoy the different things it does. It's like it has its own personality. I don't mm-hmm. know how to <laughs> with it <laughs> I love that <laughs> but 
but uh, you know you just let it do its thing <laughs> and uh, somehow it, it just does it <laughs> oh so that's so beautiful you love your hair ah oh, that's amazing and what would you say is your biggest accomplishment ah oh, that's definitely my daughter that's that's my number one she's I mean from from the beginning of you know the imagining to be able to take care of another human being and I think she's turned out okay so far there's a lot of work to be done but definitely that's that's the hardest part of my life being being a mother So That's definitely she's the she's the greatest accomplishment because every day you know learning a new learning a new being and accepting things that I would see in myself that I don't like I would sometimes see in her and you want to change it and you want to fight with them and make them into something else and she always tells me don't judge me <laughs> don't judge me mom it's me you know <laughs> she's definitely my the most precious thing to me ah uh, i feel like she came to your life to just hug you and tell you that everything's going to be okay Yes, yes. She right? she's all she's that kind of person. Mm. She's when she sees something is wrong, she'll know, she'll be like, "Oh, do you want me to rub your feet? Do you you want a kiss? Do you want a cuddle?" She's really sensitive like me. So, I'm really grateful we have each other. May God bless you both. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And what brings you joy? Oh, what brings me joy? I think the most joy I would say that I've experienced has been just this year. People loving, you know, loving the artwork, seeing themselves in it, feeling like they're going somewhere in in it. That's that's my joy because I sit hours and hours on end sometimes I don't know what what I want to create but at the end of it it's quite it's quite a journey and when somebody sees it not everybody feels like I told you not everybody feels mm. it but most of the people who buy my work um we've really connected as well personally because there's there's something that they feel from the work that just draws them in and when we sit and we talk about a certain piece and how how they feel about it it's a real self discovery on a lot of journeys because they would feel sometimes my pain sometimes uh, my joy in in the artwork itself and that's when we would connect and be like it seems like you've been through this and this is what's happening in my life and then we then i connect with people when i'm able to connect with people with uh, you know just a gift that god has given me that i never imagined would reach this point where i'd share with other people i couldn't share with other people before because it was just people just thought it was weird 
so i just kept it to myself and now in the, within the last last year and this year i've been working with uh, an amazing uh, curator and dealer he's uh, tewa and he's really encouraged me to just embrace the work as it is and just produce so that has been really good I love it. I love it. Connecting with people through your art. I and you know when you were talking I just had this scenario in my head that someone looking at your art and literally pouring their heart out and I I could literally feel like the the the, the joy that you must be feeling at the moment because you're like you you get it. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, that is so beautiful." And I I I am actually ashamed that it's not um as as uh, as big as it should be you know um you're just saying had, that, yeah. you're just saying that far <laughs> no it's not no no it's not and I'm, I'm serious I, I I feel like myself personally as well I could look at it at an a painting and they're like, okay, you know, next, next, next. Like, we just ignore art so much. And, you know, you speaking about your art like this literally has me, like, okay, I'm going to pay attention to art now, you know. <laughs> I really will. <laughs> you know, I promise you. I, I, I have new found. <laughs> I have new found. <laughs> yes. Uh, you had me, honestly. And I'm so so proud of you and so um honored to know you really Sheila. you you really it's a beautiful thing what you're able to do trust me it's to others it may not seem like okay so you know but being able to touch someone's feelings to to touch their heart so much that they are able to open up to you and then to make them feel self awareness that's a really big gift and i i i think you're you're blessed you're truly blessed thank you're a special you, thank one you so <laughs> thank you so much that's why that's why i mean we're doing this i'm i'm really amazed at how you have managed all this time with everything going on and like i told you I would never imagine doing this interview with anybody else but I know us together us talking has been just I think a great eye opener for for both of us as well we should do this again <laughs> but yes. we, but no tears here I think we save the tears for later because it has been quite emotional and I know a lot of people don't don't want to really feel like uh, they ha- that the emotions will get the best of them or that you know tears is a weak sign of weakness or that mm-hmm. failing is uh, is something that is doesn't happen people make mistakes people experience a lot of failure but you know mm-hmm. i always like i always say i am paint like pain um uh, and then, uh, what is it? T with the T separate because I feel like pain is just it's like it's fuel to me. 
it's it's been fuel when you reach a certain place where you can't deal with emotions you can't really there's nobody to talk to and you're at your very end i think that's that's the moment where you should just feel like i am blessed because that's now a journey to your reality and your self discovery and your opportunity to to change it i was reading the other day i can't remember uh, who the quote was uh, by but it was there's one there's one decision between you and happiness Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just to be happy. I think a lot of people feel, especially when I was younger, I know you'd feel like there's a certain time that things would come with time. You're at a certain age, this mm-hmm. comes. You go to this age, this is supposed to happen. But mm-hmm. in when you go through the experiences, you realize that there are a lot of people even over 50 who have never been through a self discovery journey who have never mm-hmm. seen themselves or accepted themselves for who they really are or you know but when you reach that point like you would understand more than anybody else and mm-hmm. you have to see yourself in a way that you never thought that you would see because we are constantly changing and we have a purpose and god is molding something out of us it's not going to be one thing you know failure will come anxiety will come depression will come you know stress will come a hard time will come it all comes but mm. the good thing is it comes and we move past it and it goes and so it's, it's just there's that very small bridge that that everyone has to cross and the bridge is mental because we have a lot of people right now dealing with depression we have people dealing with emotions that they can't handle or don't know how to express but and the sad part of it is we don't have a lot of uh, m- mental health facilities and accessibility mm. or even awareness and people get trapped in that in that mindset and they don't go further but i think the more we talk about mental health and the more we have conversations like this people know that it's a normal thing that it's, you it's go through it. yeah yes it's i mean like like childbirth it, it, you don't the baby doesn't come out with flowers <laughs> there is a there is a pain. <laughs> but the pain is there so right. that the baby can be born a new life and i think that's that's how we go through different phases we just have to see life as this is one stage you know and now we are going to the next stage you go through the hard time you go to, you go to the next level and within all of that you just have to maintain you have to maintain that you can be happy while you are there you you don't have to wait for that happiness that's so amazing you can be happy while you wait while you're going through things yeah you can be happy you just have to choose to hmm. yes the choice is yours yes <laughs> amazing amazing all right so right now we are going to uh go to our second last section uh random questions okay 
really fast, really quick. Are you ready? <laughs> I think so. Okay, let's go. What's the one thing we will always find in your refrigerator? Milk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something random, something weird, something out out. Chilies. Ah, my okay. It's my own recipe, chilies. I can't live without chilies. <laughs> oh, that is that, that's the, oh, yeah. That I would say that too, chili. <laughs> what was your favorite toy growing up? Oh, I'm too ashamed to say this, but it was a a Barbie doll. <laughs> ah, don't be ashamed. No one's judging you. Oh, a Barbie doll. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And what's uh, Maria's? Amaria. <laughs> she she creates these uh, little houses and uh, different uh, constructions with empty boxes so those she everywhere you go you will find something you know she like takes the different <laughs> she's just she's wants to build she's, a school out of boxes so she's so fascinated oh, wow. even when the toys are there or whatever you buy her, you will still find her now going and looking, going, bringing boxes from different places. She'd rather make herself a toy. I love that. I love that. Oh, man. If people uh, suddenly got paid for bad behavior, what habit would make you a fortune? I love this one. <laughs> oh, Thinking about KFC. Jimmy, <laughs> <laughs> how many times? Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, KFC. We, you got a brand ambassador here. <laughs> you got a brand ambassador. I think they, they should call actually. <laughs> they should. <laughs> oh, man, this is... <laughs> Right? <laughs> and now you're catching oh, me. I love you. What do you love uh, from their menu? What do I like most? Yeah. Yeah, the sticky wings. <laughs> ah, okay. It's almost lunchtime. I don't know how to eat. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. We've, we've come to the end of our show, Sheila. So, oh. uh, it's a beautiful one. Thank you so much. Um, a few nuggets I'd love for you to end the show for us with. Uh, what would you recommend to our listeners to either listen to, watch, or read your recommendations? Okay. I'm not a very I'm not a very big reader but I do love yeah I do love a lot of uh, I love music I love jazz music I like uh, watching a lot of documentaries on you know um different genres of music and definitely one very uh, large inspiration in my life has been music and art and I would say um 
Jean-Michel Basquiat is, uh, I mean, he's an amazing artist, but unfortunately, he died too young. And I just feel like he's definitely, his circumstances and his experience and his legacy until now has really been misunderstood as as an artist and especially mm. a commercial artist i mean the other day they were having this uh, big argument because like there was a lot of conspiracy on the ad the advert that uh, tiffany and company made with uh, beyonce and jay-z i don't know if you saw it yeah yes i did and it had this uh, turquoise blue this minty blue color that is mm-hmm. exact to the tiffany company and i think his life has been so such an impact but as the with more price as he the prices go higher on his artwork and just him as a brand especially now that he's gone i think would be i think would give a great insight into how the art world works how people perceive artists and really where you would want to change your life. So I've, I've watched every documentary there is on about his life. He was also a musician as well at some point. And I would just say anybody read about him, you'll discover a lot of heartache and a lot of sadness that he, cho- that he chose to take positively. And I think a lot of people, because of the way he died uh, with an overdose, I think his his work has has a lot to say about youth and that that phase, you know, you know that midlife crisis they call it, as I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. And he was at this breaking point where he just he was the most famous uh, Black American artist. He never used to like to be referred to as black American, but, you know, he just wanted to be known as an artist. And in mm-hmm. and he was a poet as well. He was a, a graffiti artist. He was in a time where the world accepted him before he accepted himself. And just it's a really great experience i would suggest you there's a movie about it um it's called basquia or any any information you have on him he's i think his life is quite outstanding considering so i'd ask you to watch the movie as well and i hope you and learn more about his artwork before and after his his death that's amazing. I, I, I honestly I didn't know about him. Thank you so much for sharing. I will definitely look him up. I'll watch it and uh share my views on my socials as well. I will do that. I promise you that. Um yes, and I'm yes. gonna write that down right now, as soon as we end. Um all right, Sheila, time to uh tell us where we can find you online. And your art as well. Tell us all about it. Okay, so um, you can find me on Instagram at Sheila Bailey, at She Bailey, or at Urban Art Addict. And mostly um, 
All my artwork is available online at Tewa's Art Gallery. Awesome. And yeah. guys, I'm going to add all that in the link in the show notes as well. So don't you guys worry about that. Do read the show notes. And lastly, so we're about we, to we, end. We, we, we. <laughs> yes, we're about to end. So please drop the mic for us. <laughs> Take care. That was amazing. That was amazing. Thank you so much for for just taking the time and being interested in my journey. I'm I'm so I'm so blessed. I mean, I've I learn a lot about you as well online, now online family and this this has just been great. I would just encourage everyone to take time to meet themselves even if it's been a while. Just take a time out and just rediscover yourself and do things that you want to do, things that make you happy despite what anyone, what anyone may think. But of course, we do not advocate for any murdering or things like that. So please don't take me wrong. <laughs> in, in constraints, of course. So within boundaries. Within boundaries. Yes. Great. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. It's it's true. Do what makes you happy, but yeah. most of all, keep yourself safe and those around you as well. Make sure you're all safe. So yeah, yeah that was an amazing one. Thank you so much, Sheila. I I couldn't have asked for a better guest <laughs> today. Uh, you. It was oh. amazing. It was amazing. Thank you I'm, so much. I'm, I'm hugging you right now. <laughs> oh no! Awesome. We have to meet up soon, inshallah. And yes. yeah, we'll do this again. <laughs> yes, we will. Yeah. We definitely. Yeah. We Over have to lunch. come back and update everyone. Over lunch. <laughs> yes. <time. laughs> yes. Definitely. And Chapati is right. <laughs> yeah. awesome. I think we should say chat with Chapatis. <laughs> nice. You see? Right? You're good at your job. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening to us. Um I go follow Sheila, do check the show notes, um, check out her art and if it sticks to you. Please open up to her, speak to her, let her know it's going to make her feel super amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. We have reached the end of another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to hear how you felt about it. Drop me a comment or share some love on all my socials. Be sure to subscribe to Self Care Chats with Farah on your favorite streaming platforms and check the show notes for more links. I will catch you in the next one. Until then, take very good care of yourselves. <laughs>